Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Late Night Sprites Podcast. I'm enjoying making these that I've decided to make a few more than just one a week. So I've decided to just make more, and I'm really enjoying it. So, what's the topic for tonight? Also, if you are new, well, first off, welcome. I am Homecoming Hero, owner of Late Night Sprites blog and podcast. Both of them sometimes crossing over and sometimes covering a range of topics. For example, the podcast can elaborate on a topic that I covered in the blog or vice versa, or there are some topics that I think are covered better in one or the other. For example, I plan on reviewing bug fables, but instead of a long written blog post, I am going to cover that in podcast form. Usually RPGs are games that are not so easily done in short sittings, that I don't really want to do first impressions of, and then follow-ups for, I will do in podcast form. Also, sometimes it's just, I like doing this as a podcast, I like doing this as a blog. Simple as that. Now with that out of the way, welcome to tonight's episode. So we had the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. We have the PlayStation Classic Edition. I pitched a couple weeks ago the N64 Classic Edition, which I still believe Nintendo would have a surefire hit on their hands if they made that. Then we also got the Sega Genesis Mini, and that was about that and the PlayStation Classic were the last mini systems that we got besides the Neo Geo Mini Arcades. Well, tonight I am giving you another pitch coming from Sega, hopefully to a store near you, the Sega Dreamcast Classic Edition. I am going to pitch, I did a little bit of it at the end of the N64 Classic Edition episode, but this deserved its own, so let's dive in. The Dreamcast, though initially unsuccessful back in the day, I remember when I was in elementary school, distinctly one person I knew had a Dreamcast, but, um, so it was not as popular as the PlayStation 1 or the Nintendo 64, but the Dreamcast was pre-revolutionary. It had Wi-Fi, it had really good graphics, it had, like, this VMU that could, like, you could upload your memory card into the game, and, um... Like with Sonic, you could play these little like Chow Garden mini games with it. It had a lot of really nifty features that was really super cool and ahead of its time. And unfortunately, the Dreamcast didn't do so well. Also, it was known for arcade perfect ports with games like Crazy Taxi and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Now, let's flash forward. The Dreamcast has been accepted in the retro collecting community as a really well-known retro collecting item it's somewhere in the middle like the last time i got a dreamcast which wasn't even for me it was for a really close friend who is a sega aficionado it ran about the same price as the ps1 and the n64 and its games varied depending on what games you got 
Well, the Dreamcast, I feel like, has a distinct enough library and a rich enough library that we could get a classic edition on this that would do much like my idea for the N64 Classic Edition very well. So, tonight I'm going to pitch the Dreamcast Classic Edition. So, first off, let's get this out of the way, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. That is a given. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 would obviously be one of the big driving forces behind it. First off, unless you are an Xbox owner, these games are not really available on modern consoles. They're on Steam, and that is about it. So for some people like me who have them on Steam, yeah, it's nice to have them on Steam, but it would be kind of cool to play it with an authentic reproduction of the Dreamcast controller. Maybe even add like the VMU in it somehow, like have it built into the controller. That would be really cool. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are a must. I believe next, Crazy Taxi 1 and 2 would also be really good additions as well. Sega, in terms of the Dreamcast before even going third party, much like the N64 Classic Edition, have has a very decent library from the games that we see on those virtual markets. Space Channel 5, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Sega Bass Fishing. A lot of these games, if you bundle them together now, I believe that this would be kind of like the Super Nintendo Classic Edition and my pitch for the N64, where due to third-party licensing and such, I think you could probably get about 20 games in there with maybe some help from some third parties. Hopefully Marvel vs. Capcom would be in there. Also Power Stone. If you put Power Stone in there, much like putting games like Earthbound in the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, that incentivizes retro collectors to pick up a game that for one price and getting a bunch of games included, you would secure a copy of that game without having to put down a ton of money. Um, like Earthbound, Super Nintendo carts are still super expensive, but quite a few people, either through Virtual Console or me with the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, have now been able to experience that game. And I'll play it someday, but that's neither here nor there. Another thing for the Dreamcast, besides, I think two controllers would be a good addition, much like the N64 uh, Classic Edition pitch, going back to that episode, I think starting with two controllers and then selling controllers separately would be good. Give people enough to play multiplayer, but enough for their friends to either incentivize them to get it or at least buy the controllers. Next up, <laughs> in terms of games, Shenmue. The classic Shenmue series, I know we have them on modern console, but I feel like Shenmue would be a great addition for it. Marvel vs. Capcom, as well as Darkstalkers, maybe a couple other fighting games. The Dreamcast had a lot of really good arcade ports and fighting games, so if they hypothetically made this mini, they could really take advantage of a lot of those. 
and also for kicks and giggles because there is no modern port of this Sonic Shuffle is it considered a good game? No. Have I watched footage of it that's proven to me that I don't need it? Yes. Do I still think you might as well put it in there? Yes. I'm sure YouTubers and streamers and people at parties with their friends who need a laugh alike could get some fun out of Sonic Shuffle. So I think Sonic Shuffle... Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Space Channel 5, um, and some third-party support could lead to a very decent console. I believe it would have to retail about $80, and maybe not have the most games, but it would have the two controllers, and it would have the essentials of the Dreamcast, aka Power Stone, Please, Sega, re-release Power Stone on something that isn't the PSP. I really want to play it, and even the PSP one is apparently really hard to get nowadays. So, please, Sega, Power Stone, please and thank you. I, I need Power Stone. I need to try it. But, yes, the Sega Dreamcast is a very interesting system. Also, it just had a fun, a ton of fun advertising for it i um i remember like seeing the dreamcast commercials like there's one for sonic adventure where they like throw a sonic plushie like out of a plane and that's hilarious you could probably make something funny for it akin to those classic commercials like the way that every time crash bandicoot comes back uh they bring back the mascot suit because that existed but yes get a couple racing games get something like daytona it sega has so many good games under the dreamcast moniker that they like the n64 almost don't need the third party support but they do need a little bit of it for the essentials such as Marvel vs. Capcom and um, other games like that. <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom specifically, though. So, now here's only one problem that I could see getting in the way, and that is the Dreamcast controller. They would probably have to soften up the edges a little bit and maybe like edit the controller a little. I know it wouldn't be the authentic controller, and so far all of these mini consoles have had the authentic controller, but every time I read a top 10 worst controllers list, the Dreamcast is nearly always up there. For example, I've seen so many people be like, oh, it stabs my hands. I have held a Dreamcast controller once. When I bought the Dreamcast for, for my friend, I held the controller and tested it out. And it is pretty awkward. The N64 controller is pretty awkward. It's iconic, but it is super awkward. I don't know what happened to that era of games where they went from Super Nintendo and Genesis, which is really good, to these, like, jagged, 
almost weapon-like controllers that no matter how hard you try, there is no correct way to grip them. Because, like, Dreamcast may only have two prongs, unlike the N64, but they're super wide and super far apart. So there's no, like, correct way to grip it. In the N64, do you hold the middle? Do you hold the two sides? No, no one knows. So the controller is the only thing I can see being the problem. Shenmue, um, Power Stone, Crazy Taxi, Space Channel 5, Sonic, Jet Set Radio... In terms of genres, that is a very good variety of games that I think would be a great addition. I think these mini consoles should keep happening. They keep being released at decent prices. The NES Classic Edition being 60, the Super being 70, the PlayStation 1 was a decent price after a couple weeks when it went on sale when no one bought it and the Sega Genesis Mini which currently retails about $70 to $80 and I think that's a pretty decent price people may be like whoa that's that's almost as much as a brand new game that's a, as much as Call of Duty or the latest Nintendo game and that's true and these games are old but it comes with two controllers, it runs really well, the menus have a ton of charms, there's a ton of options for it, and there's more than one game in there. You're automatically getting your money's worth. The Super Nintendo Classic Edition, you are getting your money's worth just by the fact that Earthbound is included. And then they put in Super Mario RPG, and then they put in Final Fantasy VI. Now, another thing that I pitch, the NES Classic Edition did this, but no other Classic Edition has. Include some fun stuff, put in some extras, put in a wristband, put in a poster. The NES Classic Edition came with a poster, the Super did not, and that made me sad. I do have a Super Nintendo Classic Edition poster, though, that displays the games, and it's super cool. And the only reason that I was able to find it is because I went to a Nintendo booth at a convention. And the Sega did not include anything else either. The boxes are well designed and look like they're classic boxes and have a ton of charm. But include a poster, include something fun, make it, make it like opening a present. I think that is another thing that I would like to retrospectively add to my pitching N64 Classic Edition. Add a poster. Add a poster that looks like it's straight out of like a classic magazine. Like add a really big Sonic Adventure poster or a Dreamcast Mini. Because who doesn't love a good poster every now and then? Looking at my wall and judging by the fact that I can see about one, two, three, four, five, most of them from Fangamer, because Fangamer puts them on sale, and the Yeti, and conventions. There's well over ten posters on my wall. I make them fit. They go on sale. And then the Fangamer did that $15 mystery poster pack, which is still beyond cool. Uh, I highly recommend it. 
I'm getting off topic here, but if you want some fun posters, but don't know what to get, do Fan Gamers Mystery Posters. They give you three for 15. I got a transistor and a Super Mario RPG poster that was like really cool. But in conclusion, I wandered quite a few topics here, but mostly let's wrap this up. The Dreamcast Mini would be important as a piece of gaming history. It could have games in there that are very expensive and very hard to find, and it would be an important piece. These mini systems are doing incredibly well, and I think we should go full steam ahead. We just need to avoid what happened with PlayStation. But speaking of which, I have one more episode up ahead. So I will see you in the next episode. Have a great night and a great rest of your week.